Being great at sales is essential to your business and your career, but you and I both know that the stress of selling and dealing with constant rejection could be an emotional drain. My entire brand, No BS Selling, is based on the belief that professional sales is a skill and not a personality, and that to be better at sales takes constant refinement and a dedication to your craft. This show is for salespeople and entrepreneurs who are committed to improving their sales skills and getting better results and are sick and tired of the BS game that often happens between buyers and sellers. Welcome to the No BS Sales Podcast, and I'm your host, Walker McKay. I'll help you and your sales team make selling easier, feel less cheesy, and be more lucrative. It's time to change the rules and level the playing field between you and the people you sell to. You're already good. Let's be better. Welcome to No BS Sales Podcast, and I'm your host, Walker McKay. Today, I'm really excited. I've got a, a guest who actually made a cold call on me. Uh, his name is Todd Weeks. He is the owner of, um, of a company in Atlanta that teaches uh, an entrepreneurial operating system. So he helps business owners scale their business through a proven operating system called EOS. Um, and what it does is it teaches owners how to take their vision and create a culture of discipline and accountability. Um, and Todd initially described himself as a recovering CPA. So the reason I invited him on the show, not only is he smart and he made a cold call on me, but he calls himself as a recovering CPA. He said, I was never ever taught to sell and he's had to learn. And he said, it's against every fiber in his being, but he was gutsy enough to pick up the phone and call me. So I thought he deserved some time on the podcast to talk about selling and the entrepreneurial um, operating system. So welcome Todd Weeks to the program. Thanks so much Walker, I appreciate you having me. Absolutely. So Todd, we're going to get into what EOS is in just a few minutes, but tell me something. Why do you do what you do? What is it that drives you to be an entrepreneur and help other entrepreneurs? Yeah, you know, Walker, the truth is being a business owner and an entrepreneur uh, is tough. It's challenging, mm -hmm. right? I talk to a lot of business owners and they're just frustrated, right? They didn't go into business for themselves to be so frustrated. And I really believe, and I've, I've lived this and experienced it, that it doesn't have to be so frustrating. Being a business owner doesn't have to be so hard. You can have a growing and thriving business and also have personal freedom and, and enjoy the benefits of being an owner. And isn't so that, what I do is help them experience that. Most people get into the business to start working with us to have more freedom and to re reap the benefits and then get caught in the freaking cogs of the wheel. Absolutely. So what is, how did you find EOS? So short answer is uh, I personally used it in my last company that I was running and uh, did that for about four years and it just completely transformed our organization and uh, fell in love with it and decided to uh, go and help other companies and business owners experience that same uh, growth and transformation for themselves. Tell me what, if you can describe for me, what was the company like before, what was the kind of company and what was it like before you did EOF, before you implemented those strategies and afterwards? Can you tell me the, the, the Delta? Sure. Yeah. So when I walked in the door, or I guess I'll start kind of before I walked in the door. Yeah. So it was about a 30 year old company and uh, for the first 30 or so years had, you know, about 10 to 12 employees. It was a nice little business. What'd you sell? Well, I could never do? really. So it was the uh, print and promotional business. So anything with a logo, whether it's a branded Yeti, a hat, shirt, you know, business cards, marketing materials, anything printed uh, or embroidery, all that kind of stuff. So 
uh, yeah, we, we kind of worked in that branding space mm-hmm. from a product standpoint. And, and again, you know, the business owner, uh, the owner started the business back in 85 and, and really for about the first 25 to, to 28 years, um, it was, you know, a nice little business, 10 to 12 employees, but couldn't really break through, uh, you know, the $3 million revenue yeah. number. And, yeah. um, and, and really overnight, uh, the company more than doubled because an acquisition kind of fell in the owner's lap. And the owner is what we call an EOS, a visionary, right? And so he's one of these visionary entrepreneurs, loves bringing new ideas, loves trying things, high quick start. And so uh, not, not as good in the details and, and kind of structure and, and all those things. So what he realized was, hey, I really need a, a day-to-day person that can run this business for me now that I've got people uh, spread across the country because wow. they went from about 10 employees to f- almost 40 employees in Whoa. seven states. Whoa. So you can you can imagine uh, things got a little more complex. Uh, how do you wrap your arms around that? How do you bring synergies with those two organizations? How do you manage all these remote employees in different offices? And they had never really experienced that before. And so he hired me to help them figure all that out. And so at that point, did you know about EOS? No, I had never heard of EOS. And uh, about three months in to me uh, taking over as president uh, of the company, our owner was part of a monthly business owners group, and there was an EOS speaker that came and shared. And our owner thought that it would be good for us to hear that, so he brought him in with our to our management team, heard the you know the formal sales pitch, uh, if you will, and yeah. we were just yeah it really said, man, this is a gift from above. We really need this. Yeah. This is a proven way to do things, and so we started uh, implementing with a professional implementer, and it just again just got us on the the path uh, to. You know, extensive growth and, and success. I want to clarify just a minute because I think I may have skipped over this. EOS stands for Entrepreneurial Operating System, and uh, they work from a book called Traction, which if you're a business owner and you have not read Traction, I highly recommend that you do. It gives good systems process. Um, several, uh, not half a dozen of my clients are, are either using or have used Traction. It's made a tremendous difference in their business. So um, I highly recommend the book Traction. What's the, what's the author's name? What's his name? Yeah, Gino Wickman. So he founded EOS uh, probably 18, 19 years ago, and we're now, uh, you know, including the company I ran, there's over 7,000 companies that have used a professional implementer now around the world. So it's all, all the way over in Australia, the UK, and growing every day. So, um, so let's, let's go for a second. So, that, so the company was spread out. How did EOS, what did it look like three or four years later when, you'd impl- when you brought in the professional implementer? What, what had changed? Yeah, so number one, we were able to clarify, you know, the term we use, clarify our vision, right? Mm-hmm. So we had, we had absolute clarity, uh, starting with the management team and ownership on where we wanted to take the business, right? And so I love analogies. I learn through analogies, and I kind of assume other people do. And so what I, what I tell business owners is, you know, most owners have a, you know, a vision for their company in their mind but they haven't really told anybody. It's not really clear. It's not written down. And so I like to use the analogy of if, if, if I'm an owner and I walk into the business with a 2000 piece puzzle and I dump that puzzle out on the conference room table and I invite all of my employees to come in and I don't show them the box top of Mm, what the puzzle is supposed to look like. Yes. And I say, you've got, you know, two hours or an hour to put this together. 
And they say, okay, well, what are we trying to build here? What's, what's the finished product supposed to look like? I say, well, I'm, I can't share that with you, uh, right? And so, I, or I may say, well, we're going to, it's a landscape. So, well, okay, it's a landscape, but is the green the top of the tree or the grass? Uh, is I the blue the, the yeah, sky yeah, yeah. or the lake, yep. right? And so what, what I say is, look, we got to take that vision, get it out of your head as a business owner. And we got to paint a very clear picture, not only for yourself and your management team, but for every single employee at every level in the organization. What are we trying to build here, right? And we just call that vision. And we, yeah. we take kind of a long-term, where are we trying to get to? And then we back into, uh, you know, three years, one year, and then 90 days, cool. right? And so it helped us really clarify that. Um, another, you know, just as important component of that is dealing with people. Right. Most business owners, their biggest issue is people, right? Yeah, people not doing people what they <laughs> Right. And I, and I always, you know, when I'm talking to people, I say, I've yet to implement EOS in a company that was run by robots, but maybe right. that'll happen one day. Right. But when you're dealing with people, you know, you really have to have the right people in the right seats. And that, that comes probably from, if you Jim read the Collins. book, Good to Great, Jim yeah, Collins. Jim Collins yeah. And so I always say, you know, it's a great book and great concept, but, you know, Walker, I don't know about you, but when I read it, he didn't tell us who are the right people and what are the right seats for my unique company. What, and it's and interesting, so he didn't EOS, tell us how, right? He told us what, but not how, and didn't make it specific. That's, that's right. And so what, what EOS did for our organization is it gave us some very tangible tools to objectively define who are the right people for our company and what are those right seats. And so it took a lot of the subjectivity around people management and accountability out of it. And, and so, I mean, again, from a people perspective, I always say you're people, you know, you're the, the bedrock of any business uh, are the people. Yeah, sure. And I, I really believe you can only go as far as your lowest performing uh, person on your 100%. team. And so we got to make sure that everybody, and so it just got all the right people in the organization and just gave us, a structure of accountability and, and discipline all around execution. Awesome. And it just, I mean, it tightened things up. So financially speaking, we were growing in those four years, over 20% top line every year. And by the end of the third year, we had grown our net profit six times. Nice. So from a cash flow perspective, the value of the business was skyrocketing. And uh, right around the end of the third year, I, again, just kind of made a decision to, uh, hey, I really want to go help other companies with this. And mm -hmm. so when I did that, the owner, who at that point was out of the day-to-day -day completely for about the last 18 months, spending time with his grandkids, enjoying, again, the benefits you of being an owner. This world. Uh, I did. And he said, well, you know, Todd, I'm happy for you that you want to go do this, but uh, I'm not going to come back and run it, so help me sell it. Okay. And so I, I stayed on and helped, helped him sell the business, had some M&A experience uh, during my time as a CPA, hmm. and I was able to sell that business and transition into uh, doing – EOS helping business owners with EOS full time. It's a really compelling so that's all I do story. now. It's a really compelling story that you have, and I love that you were, you know, you what is it? You um, tried the razor and liked it so much you bought the company, right? Is what the, the commercial from my <laughs> youth is. But tell me something. So that's something fair. like that that has done miracles, literally miracles, not not literally, but it's done. Yep. You know, big makeovers of companies. It can't be that hard to sell to people. <laughs> you would think. You would think it's not. What's the hardest uh, like part anything, about selling that stuff? You know, right off the top, I would say, unlike a, you know, a commodity or something mm -hmm. that every business already has, yep. 
you know, most businesses, you know, it's not like I'm going in there and competing, you know, to try to sell them a copier or office paper or, you know, change phone systems, right? Yeah. A lot of times they think that things are going, going okay, right? And I say, tell me about your management system. You know, how do you, how do you run your business? And, you know, they normally say, well, it's kind of, I read a couple of books or I went to, you know, got an MBA or whatever it is. Yeah. And so it's a completely new concept that there is a proven structured way, a roadmap, if you will, on how to successfully run and grow an entrepreneurial company. So how do you get in front of, are you, are you, um, with me, you reached out through LinkedIn and then we had a phone conversation. How do you, how are you getting in front of most of these people? Yeah. So 90 plus percent of the time it's referrals and just connecting with, with, you know, people that are doing ancillary things that are, that are talking to the same types of folks I'm talking like to or want to talk to. Like whom? So it could, it, it, it could be like you, a, a sales coach, a sales mm -hmm. master, yep. right? That, that well, yeah. they've gotcha. uh, invested in. Yeah. It could be uh, a business owner group that they're a part of like a Vistage or mm -hmm. C12 or convene or something like that, where, you know, I know that they're willing to invest in themselves yeah. and growth. So they they kind of have that psychological profile that we're looking for uh, in our kind of target market client. Um, and then just, again, you know, I always say anybody and everybody knows somebody. Yeah, <laughs> and so sure. that's been part of that shift for me. I talked about, you know, you mentioned, you know, I've never had to sell anything. I've never had to think about, you know. Except hey, for when you got go married. And, you, had to, you had to sell yeah. your bride on that, right? That's and that was a tough sell as well. <laughs> I guess I learned. <laughs> Might be some buyers for more. Who knows? Bit. I haven't talked to her yet. No, no. Yeah. Well, I don't think there is, but you can ask her at some point. Um, but so, yeah, but, so all but of a sudden, were you nervous really at all when you made the switch from working at the, at the, the company that sold the branding stuff? Were you like, holy shit, I got to go sell this stuff? Or did that not occur to you? Uh, I was nervous, but I probably didn't realize uh, how hard <laughs> it was going to yeah. be. Yeah. Uh, I say how hard it was. You know, I think I was, um, you know, cautiously optimistic yeah. uh, about it. But, yeah, it, it did. It, it really did scare me. And um, At I was talking first, to buddy what yesterday. was the hardest part? Was it picking up the phone or was it knowing who to call or what to say? Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm familiar. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, it, it, it wasn't so much, you know, I have a pretty uh, – you know, I don't really have a problem reaching out to people and talking to people, mm -hmm. but it was, yeah, what do you say? How, you know, how do you, again, I'm a, you know, I teach a proven process. And so, you know, again, without any sales training, I was like, man, there's gotta be a, you know, a better way to do this than just pick up the phone and call people and say, Hey, you're, you know, here's what I'm doing. You interested? You want to buy something? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, you're a business owner. Here's my story. Why wouldn't you want to buy this? Right, of course. You know, why, why don't you need this? And so, um, yeah, so that was hard until I got some, per, you know, some professional sales coaching and training and developed this process. So at what point did you say, I mean, how long did you go before you, you kind of threw it, I say threw in the towel and said, oh shit, I better hire somebody to help me with this. How long was that? <laughs> uh, fortunately, it was only a few months. Okay. What was the light? And the reason that for that was, yeah, well, I was going to say the reason for that was, you know, I, I'm not a, a uh, millionaire. I don't have a trust fund that I inherited. So, you know, I got a, I had a, a you know, short runway. I got to make it happen. Right. Yeah. Or, you know, as other people say, you got to go get a real job. Right. Yeah, right. Steady yeah. paycheck. <laughs> right. I just, I tell people consultants so, um, a, nice, a nicer way to say unemployed. 
Yeah. But you know, Walker, honestly, what I guess the light bulb was, um, I've always been a, you know, I would say a student of people that have been there, done that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I realized, you know, EOS has been around for almost two decades. There's a couple of hundred people that are doing this and doing it very successfully as their full-time profession. And so I said, you know, why don't I try to find out, you know, learn from them. What did they do? How are they having success? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, EOS Worldwide does give, you know, does provide some support with that. But I just felt like I really needed to invest in more, right, yeah. if I was really going to make this work. And so, it was, again, fortunate is a few months in and, and kind of invested in that coaching and training. And um, How'd you honestly, find without that, I'd probably that? be doing something else. <laughs> How would you find that? How would you find your coach? <laughs> yeah, so uh, within the, the EOS uh, implementer community, uh, there was, you know, talked to a couple of people who had, had used uh, this particular coach and had great success with it. And so it's just a, a natural referral mm-hmm. over to him. What surprised you the most when you were learning how to sell? What was different than you expected? Um, I guess, you know, I came into, you know, I'll call it just the selling, you know, world of, I just thought if you had a great personality and could carry on a conversation with anybody, then you could sell it. Yep. And, you know, what, what he taught me and subsequent to obviously listening to your podcast and reading different books is, you know, there, I really believe anybody, uh, for the most part, if, if they can learn and follow a process, then, then they can learn to sell. And so that's what he taught me was it's, it's to me, selling is very logical. Now you Mm -hmm. have to be able to pivot and transition based on, on conversations. Um, but you know, it's all about, you know, answering that question, uh, to them help you know, me answering the question of, can this person help me? Yeah, <laughs> That's right. really the, the heart of what he taught us was, yep. you know, can, can this person help me? And, and so that's what I really try. I try to go deep, uh, in initial conversations and just, you know, build that, build that trust. And, you know, it also helps that I'm very passionate because I believe with every fiber of my being that EOS can help any business owner yep. if they're open to changing and want to grow. Yeah. And so, um, so tell me about a time that you were sitting in front of, well, how long is your sales cycle? Is it two calls, three calls, one call generally? Uh, so generally, you know, best case scenario, what we try to do is, is one uh, call and then we schedule what we call a 90 minute meeting, which is our presentation. Mm-hmm. So, and then after, and then I'll be say, Hey, after that 90 minute meeting, you're going to know, with a pretty affirmative yes, or, or you're going to say, no, this isn't for us. So you do now, that what doesn't I mean t- you always get a yes or a no. Yeah, <laughs> right. All right. So let's talk about that for a second, because you and I have talked about this before, and we have the same philosophy on this. In, in, in both of our minds, a sales call ought to end in a yes or a no at the end of the meeting, right? And that was your sales coach taught you? Yeah. And anything yeah. less than that, like a maybe, or let me think it over, or why don't you call me in a week? What has been your experience that that really means most of the, most and most and most of the time? Yeah, most of the time it means they're not interested. They're not serious. You know, maybe one out of 10, if that, yep. where they, you know, there's a, there's a, an objective reason, yeah. but yeah, most of the time it's, you know, I took your call cause you know, our mutual friend said I should talk to you, but it's just not, I'm not really interested, but yeah. they, you know, down here in the South, say, they don't want to be mean yeah. <laughs> or rude. Yeah, or they say, hey, listen, I uh, really appreciate it. Why don't you, um, they, they don't want to get in a wrestling match with anybody. Yes, put some in the mail, send me something, blah, 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 blah. And then they don't take your call. We, we talk about that a bunch. 
Yep. So yep. how often, so you, you say one out of 10 comes back. I, you know, I probably have had the same experience. What I, I tell people is I wish it was 10 out of 10 that did not become clients because then I wouldn't feel bad <laughs> about just calling it a no and moving on, right? Because there's always, there's always that right. chance and it's that chance that kills salespeople. Oh, let's just get one more. Um, just yep. that, that kills them emotionally. So tell me about a deal that you um, were working on that was an ideal prospect. Um, that you yeah. knew you had them, and then they it didn't work out. <laughs> so this was an easy answer for me because it was my first formal 90-minute meeting presentation. Mm -hmm. And now, full disclaimer, uh, at that point, I uh, had not had any coaching, mm -hmm. okay? And to be honest with you, I was a little bit, um, I hate to admit, I was probably a little bit arrogant in the sense of I thought, you know, I've lived this system, in this system, and I know it backwards and forwards, so I can go sell it to anybody, right? I don't really need to prepare. I don't need to, to uh, you know, put in a lot of, of time, you know, practicing. And so in EOS, you know, one of the great things that EOS Worldwide, you know, provides is we have a very structured, uh, you know, call it a sales pitch, right? It's mm -hmm. a very, very structured, very informative. In a, you know, short amount of time, I can give you an overview and help you decide right there. I mean, it, it's either yes or no. It should either be yes or no. And so long story short, um, I had a, a friend of mine who I've known for probably five years in this, in this business owner executive group with him. And uh, he knew I was starting my EOS practice. He knew the, you know, the results that we had gotten in our business. And, and so he said, hey, I, you know, I'm, I'm interested in, in starting this. Um, and I've talked to one other, you know, EOS implementer in the Atlanta metro area, but obviously with that, you know, I want to, I want to, uh, you know, out of, uh, I guess fairness, you know, he, I'm going to have this person come do a 90 minute meeting and I want you to come do a 90 minute meeting and it's for the management team. Okay. So it's not just for the owner. And, and he was basically like, you know, obviously, you know, we're probably going to go with you because of our friendship, but I want you know, my team to have full buy-in. Right. Sound familiar? Yeah. That's <laughs> Maybe worst. I don't. <laughs> yes. The worst. So, so again, yeah, I was very, you know, had literally just launched my practice and to be honest with you, Walker, I didn't really prepare until I looked at the structure of it. I think the night before and I realized, Oh my gosh, <laughs> there's a lot more to presenting than I thought. <laughs> yes. And so here's what happened. I go in, and literally I'm presenting and the way that we do it, we go old school with, we kind of draw stuff out on the whiteboard mm -hmm. and it's very, you know, it's interact, a little bit interactive. And so I go in there with my binder on this 90 minute meeting kind of talking points. And, and literally I'm like looking down at my binder and then I, you know, I look, okay, so here's what's this next. And I go and walk over to the board, write it down. Then I go back and it was just a disaster. Mm -hmm. It was, it was a complete disaster. Um, at the end of it, I knew I bombed it. I mean, it was just, and my, my buddy said, well, thanks, you know, we'll, we'll get back to you. <laughs> yeah, and ouch. you know, um, one of the things I guess, I, you know, I, I'm, I guess a little bit humble enough to swallow my pride. And I, and I called my, I called him the next day, the owner, Good. you know, friend Good. of mine, I said, uh, Mark, I said, Mark, um, you know, I just want to apologize because I did you and your team a disservice. And I said, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, I don't deserve your business. And, and he had told me, Hey, I think we're going to go with so-and-so. Yeah, right. yeah, <laughs> and yeah, I said, yeah. you know what, that I don't, I, I, I said, I wasn't prepared and you know, I don't blame you. 
Um, but you know what, uh, for me, it was a learning experience. And I, I came home and I told my wife, I said, you know, I blew this. I said, but it'll never happen again. I will never go into another meeting unprepared. You know, and so that kind of fueled me. I will congratulate you on the vulnerability and the humility, because I think those are two things that are absolutely giant in sales and missing for many people in sales. Um, but that's your, your ability and willingness to pick up the phone and say, man, I screwed that up. Um, and I didn't deserve the business. I mean, that's, that is freaking huge, especially after your first one where you're probably terribly embarrassed. Yeah. Um, now one thing, let me tell you the end of this, the story didn't end there. Yeah. About nine months later, this friend of mine was in this business owners group that I was presenting to about EOS. And obviously I'd done a lot of practice and had, you know, had a handful of clients by then. And so I was sharing different nuggets and best practices that aren't written in the traction book that he had never heard. Mm. And he taught, he pulled me over afterwards. He's like, you know, I'm wondering if, if we're missing out on the full value and impact of this, because some of the stuff you shared, we've been doing this almost a year and, and, and we haven't even heard that before. And I said, well, let's have a conversation. And so we went to lunch. Long story short, he's now uh, my client. How about that? You stole him, him from your team. guy. You stole yep. him from your guy. How about that? Good for you. So, did you have to call your buddy and t- or not your buddy? Did you have to call the other implementer and say, "Sorry, I'm stealing your client," or, the, or did your client let him know? Yeah, I kind of did this. You know, are you calling him or I, am I calling <laughs> him? Because somebody's got to tell him, and, and I ultimately talked to him. And you know, the reality is, you know, just like you may not be the right fit for every I'm client so out there. Weekly. I'm yep. not right, and so that's you know it happens. So yeah. we're we're all good. Can I tell you some things that I've learned today that, and maybe, maybe it's stuff that I knew, but it was a nice reminder, um, was number one, what you said, and I love the way you said that, that selling is not just about passion and personality. And I could not agree more. I was, I was raised to believe, or uh, not raised to believe, but when I got into sales initially, um, it was, I thought it was all about passion and personality. And quite frankly, those things are important, but not so much to use them, but as to speak, but to use them to listen and to, um, to ways is helping get information from people and to help them understand. And number two, you reinforce the power and importance of following a system because sales is, excuse me, is and can be a very logical process if you follow it. However, if you don't see a system, it's winging it every time. And among the problems with that are that you can't repeat your success, but your, but your failures will multiply as they go along. So um, 100% yeah. agree with that. Well, um, Todd, how would somebody find you, get in touch with you if they wanted to find out about you and, and talk to you what you do. Sure. So they can find me on LinkedIn, Todd Weeks, T-O-D-D-W-E-E-K-S, or yep. they can go to my website, tractionfocused.com. So that's T-R-A-C-T-I-O-N-F-O-U-C-F-O-C-U-S-E-D. See, I can't even spell my own website now. <laughs> Tractionfocused. Got dot com. Todd Weeks, yep. That's right. Okay. Dot com. Okay. Um, thank you, Todd, very much. Um, no BS sales team. I hope you've enjoyed this today. Um, Todd is a super great guy. If you're in the Atlanta area looking for a traction coach, I highly recommend him. Um, please rate and review this podcast, share it with other people. If you find things that are useful or helpful or that are helpful to you, um, as well, I am, um, 
doing a lot more one-on-one -on -one coaching. If you're interested in one-on-one -on -one sales or business coaching, primarily sales, entrepreneurial coaching, pick up the phone and call me. Let's see if uh, I'd be the right fit. Not right for everybody, but if you're trying to grow a sales team or you need to you know, put together a sales organization, maybe not ready for team training yet, I would suggest we start with you. My phone number is 803-917-2817 or my email, walker at walkermckay.com. I appreciate you guys very much. Todd, thank you so much for being on the show and I wish you the best of luck. Thanks, Walker. Take care. You're welcome.